Hi everyone, welcome to episode 6. This is easily my favourite episode so far. Um, If you're enjoying the show, uh, please do us a favour and why not tell people about it so we can grow the show, you know, tell your friends, your loved ones. Uh, That's all we'd like for Christmas this year, Uh, more listeners. If you could rate us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean a lot to us. If you've got any questions or comments, uh, you can direct them to our email address, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com, or you could use the contact form on our website, pottervision.com. Anyway, here I am yammering on. Here's episode six. Hello and welcome to the Pottervision podcast. Once again, the podcast where myself, Lucas Kirkby and Tom Lawrenson, the Pottervision boys, we read a chapter from the Harry Potter books and we discuss it at length. Now this week it is chapter six, the journey from platform nine and three quarters. Tom, how are you? I'm well! I've been worrying all week. Have you? Yeah, I'm glad you're well. Well, do you think I'd be uh, not well? Yeah, I was really worried that you'd either fallen ill or that old black dog. Uh, why Why would you think I'd fallen ill? Just that, you know, you're very feeble. Quite weak, aren't yeah, I? Weak. weak man! No, I'm good, and what a week it's been. Um, not much to report, but last night um, I decided to have a go mm. on the uh, the black mould that was around the shower seal. You know, at the bottom, you know, the. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I that, know, what you you know mean. that black mould can build up. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'd seen a TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd seen a TikTok yeah. where um, someone said, This is what you got to do mm. toilet roll all around yeah. the seal, yeah. and then bleach it. The toilet roll will hold the bleach, leave it overnight in the morning. The black will be gone. Yeah. It was gone. It was gone. What I honestly, I clicked my heels this morning. I jumped up. Hooray, I said. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I think within the next five years, TikTok will single-handedly see to the demise of all local tradesmen. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Now, to- toilet roll yes. and bleach. That's all you need for any job in the house. Any job. Yeah, I had a, uh, you know, a handle that fell off. Bit of toilet roll, bit of bleach. Now, it's still off, but smells nice. Mm. Uh, how have your, how's your week been? It's been very good. Now, this is going to actually reveal to people uh, when we've recorded this, because this week I went to watch some of the Harry Potter films in the cinema. So they've play, they're playing all eight films in the cinema, and me and my girlfriend... That would reveal it, wouldn't it? Everyone keeps up to date with your local cinema, don't they? they did. No, it's across the country. <laughs> oh, was it? All the cinemas in the country are playing all the... Not all of them, but the View Cinema, which I go to, has been doing all of the films every day. Mm. And we've seen four so far. Have you? We missed the first one, and we missed the Half-Blood Prince last night. Oh, I'd just like to say thank you for my invite. That would have been lovely to go see that. Yep. <laughs> Alas. Anyway, well, there's two more to go. You're more than welcome to come there tonight. I think I'm busy. Yeah, good. (laughs) But yeah, it's been good. It's been good to watch the films. I've only realised that there's a a few that I've only seen once or twice. Mm. Now, obviously, the Philosopher's Stone we've seen a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And the second one I've seen a lot. But, you know, when you get to, like, Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, I think I've only seen them once or twice. You've only seen it once or twice, and this is coming from you, um, a mm. man who has taken professionally a Harry Potter sketch show up to the fringe for the past four years. Yes. Right. How many times have you seen the last view? <laughs> Don't want to say. Good. Well, yeah. But I remember they used to come out in November every year in the cinema when wasn't they that, first came out. Wasn't that fun? And it was always around my birthday, so that would be my birthday treat. To go and see the new Harry Potter film. There was no more exciting... I remember how exciting it was. Mm. You know, you see the words come up. Harry Potter. The the Warner Brothers spin round, the clowns of Harry Potter. And which one is it where the Dementors are flying... Or is it Death Eaters flying through London? Oh, I don't know. Is that the fifth one? Oh, oh, it's exciting. Exciting. Very good. So here's what's been an exciting Potter-based week. Good boy. Now, are you ready for this week's chapter rundown? Give me the rundown. The journey from platform nine and three quarters. 
Hagrid, spe- Hagrid, Harry spends a month back with the Dursleys. He's got all of August back with the Dursleys, but they're a bit different. They're a bit scared of him now. Mm. Dudley completely avoids him, and uh, Vernon and Petunia pretend he doesn't exist. Shh. It's kind of better, but you don't really mm. like it. It's a bit weird. So he spends most of his time in his room with Hedwig the Owl, that he is now named, and his books. He's studying, he's reading, he's getting interested in all this magical stuff. But then he realises that he doesn't really know where he's actually going. And on his ticket, it says platform nine and three quarters. Now, the Dursleys drop him off. They find it very amusing. And they abandon him, assuming that he will not be able to get to this made-up platform. And he doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. There's a platform nine. There's a platform ten. But no nine and three quarters. Until he hears a family talking about muggles. They've got an owl. Nine and three quarters. And this family turns out to be the Weasleys. They've all got red hair. There's lots of children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are very much like a rabbit family in that they have loads of kids and also uh, own no money. Now, Harry learns how to get to platform nine and three quarters. You just run through the bricks. And he does so. There's a massive red train called the Hogwarts Express. Hoot, hoot. Exactly. And he gets on it. Now, he gets to know one of the Weasleys very well. He's also a first year called Ron, and they get to know each other. And we also meet another character called Hermione, who is who's learnt all the books off by heart. Mm-hmm, she knows mm-hmm. what's going on. It's fantastic. So anyway, they eat loads of sweets, blah, blah, blah. And then we meet the boy that we saw in Diagon Alley, the horrible boy. And this turns out to be Draco Malfoy mm-hmm. with his two associates, Crab and Goyle. Good Lord. Now, he tries to get Harry on side, but because he's horrible, Harry is like, I think I can find my own friends, thanks. Yeah. Then Malfoy decides to start a fight. But I can't remember if it's Crab or Goyle, but one of them gets bitten by Ron's rat scabbers. <sighs> and it all kicks off. Anyway, next thing you know, the train's arrived at Hogwarts and Hagrid is there to take the first years all the way up to the Hogwarts gates. And that is the end of the journey from Platform 9 and 3 quarters. What a chapter. What a chapter. I loved it. A lot of dialogue, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, considering it was uh, 18 pages all about a commute, it was actually very interesting. (laughs) Much more interesting than my commute. So, he's left at the Dursleys, right? He's gone back to the Dursleys to have another month there, I assume. Yeah. 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 And they're giving him the silent treatment. Yeah. God, I think that's worse than abuse, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Because I think he says at first he thinks it's quite nice, but I think then it's just kind of... He says, yeah, oh, it's demented, it's horrible... Uh, being left in silence. It's funny though that the, the Dursleys are heartbroken. We've spent eleven years, ten years, you know, trying to stamp it out of him, and now he's going anyway. What a waste of ten years! Yeah, yeah. ten years worth of work. We could have been nice to him. <laughs> yeah, they could have been nice to him. But what is? Do you think they're scared of him now? I, I know Dudley is. Dudley is terrified of Harry. But the Dursleys must realise he's not actually learnt any magic yet. They're not scared of him. They're thinking, you know, well. We're just gonna have another weirdo with us for the next seven years or whatever. Yeah, uh, they. I think they know that wizards aren't going around killing people. They just they don't really see it as that big, do they? They just see it as like you know mm. card tricks and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> turning Magic mice stuff. into teacups. Yeah, which you know is pretty fun. <laughs> but they must. I, I think they're probably just really angry that. Everything they've tried to do to stop mm. him from accessing magic has suddenly been just like ruined by Hagrid, Hagrid's appearance in the old shack. Or maybe they've just given up. Like they've just, yeah. They're just alienated, they're just apathetic to it now. Whatever, yeah, do what you want. We've got to take Dudley into London anyway to have mm. that tail removed. A month they've waited. <laughs> they have let that tail be there. A month. Well, they probably thought it was going to go away, didn't they? Yeah. But after a week and it's still there, you know, <laughs> you'd go, you'd get it, you'd God, go to Bumper. Trucking's got nerve endings in that tail. I think so. Oh, my God, haven't it snipped off? Oh, it'd be horrendous. You'd have to have it anaesthetised around there. God, I thought it was just going to disappear, but mm. no, it's mm. <laughs> Oh, horrible. God. A little piggy tail. I think I'd give a boy the silent treatment for that. Your, your muggle-hating giant came into the flat, yeah. uh, came into our shack, has mutilated my son... Yeah, spend the month in your room alone yeah. with a load of dead mice. 
What a punishment, and I think you should get one. <laughs> Fair dues. So then, Harry's like, right, mm. I need to go to platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Eyebrows are being raised. Yeah. Platform what and what what? Is that a joke? <laughs> Is that a joke? I was reading thinking that, I don't think it sounds that far-fetched. No, I mean, I know that Chester has a platform 6A and 6B. I was about to say the same. Mm. Um, Preston... Yeah. Has got a platform 2A and 2B. Yeah. Why not just bring in fractions into the equation <laughs> instead, of, instead of letters? Hello. Everyone yeah. raising eyebrows. It makes me think of the film where he's like, excuse me, do you know how to get to platform nine and three quarters? Nine and three quarters? Are you having a fucking laugh? Nine and three quarters. Smart mouth little. I don't think he swears at him in the film. <laughs> the one I watched it did. But yeah, he calls him a time waster, this bloke. Yeah. And, uh, but, but yeah, come on. Some train, like, I, I would have this with, uh, I can't remember the name, I think it's Platform 13 in uh, Piccadilly, where you've got all the platforms, and then Platform 13 and 14 is like in a completely oh different gosh. part of the, the train station. Get your running shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> but I can imagine that, him getting there, get, oh, it says Platform 13 on the ticket, but it only goes up to 12. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice term. <laughs> Yeah, Vernon completely abandons him. He's driven him into London. Yeah. And he's gone, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now you can see, there is no platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Figure it out. Now, does Vernon know, or is he just abandoning Harry? I think he's abandoning him. <laughs> you know, if Harry is stuck there, I think social services are getting involved because my legal guardians abandoned me. You know, <laughs> I, live, I live two hours away and uh, they left me. So I don't know what they're expecting. I th- I think they don't think it exists. Mm. Yeah. How's no, he getting back? Sure. Right, and then so he's then trying to get onto the uh, mm. platform. Yes. Bumps into the Weasleys. He does. Hey, it's the Weasleys. We all know and love them. What if uh, Vern said something that's very funny on? Was it about the magic carpet? Yes. It's about I the magic carpets that. having a puncture. It's very witty as Vernon. <laughs> I like him. But I agree with him on that because he says, you know, with all this magic, why are you getting the train? Yeah. And I agree. <laughs> why can't they flu powder to Hogwarts or well, something like that? What made me think is the wisdom world of if they're anything, they are theatrical. They are actually. <laughs> mm, yeah. Get the train. Yeah. What uh, I love it. Tradition, mm-hmm. heritage, yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And it always seems to be embedded in the Muggle thing as well. There's not like a separate train station in Diagon Alley. That, no, no, it's King's Cross, but yeah, you have to go through this, uh, this that, brick wall. Yeah, that irked me. That, that, yeah, why couldn't they just have their own little train station with yeah. one platform? But that irked me because um, he hears uh, Mrs Weasley going, oh, of course, full of Muggles. Yeah, it's a Muggle train station. Yeah, exactly. It's a Muggle train station. And there's also a bit with the Weasleys where they go, what's the platform? Now, most Weasleys, now Bill and Charlie, they've been going to Hogwarts 12 years ago. It's it's the same platform every year, isn't it? Platform nine and three quarters. What's the platform again? Who are you? Are you Fred? Are you George? I think Mrs Weasley has like early onset dementia. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, no, I hope not. Um, but yeah, she, you know, they they must know it's platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Otherwise, I love that. So silly. Yeah, something's going on with her. It's like going on holiday to Spain. Oh, it'd be lovely, but full of Spanish. Yeah. Oh, these muggles <laughs> at this muggle train station. I can't believe <laughs> these trains. <laughs> what are all these trains doing here? It's yeah. a nightmare. So then uh, we're introduced to the Weasleys. Yeah. Um, Ron. Different to how he looks in the film. He's tall, he's thin, he's gangling, he's got freckles, he's got a long nose. Do you know what? Nobody in this series of books is described nicely. <laughs> there is no description, so far at least, that is... He was a handsome young man. She had lovely hair. It's always... He looked like a rat, he looked like a pig. He was gangling, she had a big bush of hair. He had these horrible nose and glasses. Nobody's described. I think I think Mrs Weasley is described as plump. Rather than, she was lovely, she was caring. They're all just they're viewed through these uh, poo-tinted glasses. Enter Mrs Weasley, a pig with lipstick on. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So Ron is not described very handsomely at all. But yeah, he is nearly as tall as his brothers. Mm. Who I think Fred and George are about three years older than him. Aren't yeah, we got Fred and George having a laugh with their mum. With their mum. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Fred. I'm not Fred. Whoever. Yeah, he is. And then what I noticed though, amazing manners on, on them boys. Yeah, they see a boy, not knowing who the hell he is. Yeah. And they're like, can we help you with that suitcase? Fred, come here. George, come here. Yeah. And they do it for him, yeah? Very kind. Charisma is what these lads have got. They have. Right? Yeah. If there's anyone you want to be involved with, mm. it's the Weasleys. They're brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're down to earth. <laughs> hearts are gold. <laughs> yeah. They're cheeky. They're yeah. fun. But in a crisis, they're going to be helpful. No, and like, they're making Ron miserable. The constant ribbing. I don't yeah, know if he true. likes it, but... I think they like that with everybody because they like that with Percy for being a, a prefect, aren't they? Yeah, they have got very strikingly different personalities, which is fun. But this is a family, mm. yeah, where you're like, oh, that sounds like a fun family. Yeah. If you were a kid, yeah, and you got invited on holiday with this family, oh yeah, that'd you'd be, good. be like, oh, that's gonna be a laugh. Bingo. They treat you like one of their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then no, not only do they treat you like one of their own, they're also a bit like you get special treatment because you're a guest. Yeah. But then they're also like, right, you can do the washing up. Yeah. And you like fair dues. Fair enough, <laughs> that's a fair deal. You've been I'm, very I'm one of the family. Have you have you ever been on holiday with a different family? Uh I've not been on no no, not like a beach holiday. No, no, nothing like that. I went to uh, I've been to like Poland with my girlfriend's family and stuff like that. Oh, but, but uh, you know, it's very nice. It's very nice to have to to live or stay with a different family because you do get treated very very nicely. Mm. Mm. And often, I remember being a kid. If I was ever around somebody's house, if we were both naughty, it would always be the kid whose house it was that would get bollocked by yeah, the mother. I hate, I hate that. Yeah. Oh my god. Because you'd feel awkward. I think I would feel awkward shouting at another person's child. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't, if you don't stop, I'll send Lucas home. Oh yeah, that was a that was a big one. Can I go home? I think I'd I think I'd like to go home. Yeah, I'd like to go home. I'd please. like to go home. This isn't a nice environment. Now I feel afraid to yeah. walk about your house. I feel the only place I feel safe is this little boy's bedroom. And I never thought I'd be hearing myself say that again as a twenty odd year old man. Excuse me, Mrs. Lawrence, can I not be used as a bargaining chip to make your son behave? My parents, yeah, never any of that. Yeah. We had a guest round, never shouting. We kept that till any guest was out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, even if, you know, a kid a kid had been bad, you take him off to one side to give him a bollocking. Yeah. Never in front of a guest. That is... That's fantastic. That is chaotic behaviour. Yeah, it's mental. How about your parents, the Kirk Booths? What were they like? They ever done a bit of that? Sometimes if we'd be making a noise, we'd hear a, we'd hear a shout from downstairs being like, stop making that noise! Sometimes yeah. we'd get stuff like that. But never it, it'd never be a face-to-face... What noise are we making? Rollicking, uh, like, doof, doof, doof. We're watching EastEnders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too loud. Yeah. Now, the twins, the Weasleys, I can't believe the mother can't tell the difference or is easily fooled. But she was right. Well, she was easily fooled. Yeah. She could tell the difference. Yeah. Did you have any... Uh, there was a pair of twins in my year at school and uh, people were always amazed that, that I could tell the difference, but it was easy because one of them had a mole. We had the same. On the chin in and one didn't. Yeah. 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 And everyone else was like, oh, I keep getting them wrong. It's, it's like, like um, yeah. Patty and Selma in The Simpsons. Can you tell the difference? I don't watch enough of The Simpsons. Does one smoke Marlboro Lights? They both smoke. Yeah. Um, but the difference is, mm. Patty has got yeah. circle hair like a burger patty. Ah. Remember it that way? Mm-hmm. And Selma doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. That's how I remember it. Oh, and then, um, so Percy, yeah. right? He's swan about. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's onto the platform. Yeah. He's immediately got changed into his, into his robe. Hey, well, he's a prefect now, you know. Where did he get changed? <laughs> Who knows? All right, it's got to be one of those... Well, is it before he's even got on the train? I think so. Why? <laughs> As soon as he's run, through, he's run through the uh, thing with his trolley, right, and then immediately he's taking off his trousers, <laughs> his trousers, he's got his top off. Hey, I'm just going into this waiting area. What the one that's made of glass? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just seeing a sixteen-year-old. Is that your brother? Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's a he, prefect, he's off, you know. He's off naked. He's getting on robes. They're new. <laughs> they are new. Now he, yeah, you know, he's a prefect, so he gets new robes. He gets a new owl. He gets a lovely silver pin badge. 
You've only got one older sibling. Yes, I have. Who is a female, if I'm correct. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm guessing you've never had much hand-me-down stuff. No, uh, that's, yeah, not something I've experienced at all, really. Really? Mm, yeah, yeah. That must have been nice. Well, I've got all older sisters. Yeah. Right? And I've not had any hand-me-down stuff. Yeah. But also, I didn't have that many clothes. Did you have this thing growing up, feeling like you didn't have many clothes? Well, I was never fussy about clothes, but I used to wear the same clothes all the time. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I was about seven or eight, I had a tarantula T-shirt. Mm. And it was a T-shirt with a tarantula on, and then it was labelled with all the parts of the tarantula. But the tarantula was fuzzy to touch. Oh, really? And I used to love wearing that T-shirt, because it was fun. Can you tell me about the parts of the tarantula? No, not anymore. Eight legs, lots of eyes. So you just spent your time rubbing the T-shirt? Not, oh, yeah. Was, not it, studying? Yeah, it was mainly for the, the feel of it. Than <laughs> no, it was mainly for the view of that information, wasn't it? If you're wearing it... Yeah, exactly. It's very hard to read it upside down. Yeah, it's mainly for the viewer. I knew nothing about the tarantula. All of my friends, every single fact, <laughs> they knew. Just from being in my company through osmosis of being close to the T-shirts. But did you let them touch? Or was that all for you? Oh, anybody could have a rub. Anybody could have a rub. When I was a kid, from about the age of uh, five (laughs) to about 11, I had a a skinhead, I had a zero shave all the time. A zero? A zero. I was, like, nearly bald as a kid. And people used to, like, rubbing it. When I was at drama school, the older girls, and this was like adults, like 18, 19, they would, go, they would rub me in and call me cute. That's funny, because you've got, I would not say that you've got the best shaped head for a zero. No, I haven't. It's... I think you've got a bean shaped head. Yeah. Well, I've got a very lumpy head as well, because I've fallen over a lot of times. I've got a lot of lumps and bald patches. So, uh, so yes, I had a... That sounds of... lovely. Maybe we should do a competition where um, uh, another prize for oh, yeah. uh, one of the listeners could be they get to feel your head. Yes, yes. <laughs> feel all the lumps. Yeah. Maybe, is there a type of um, a science or maybe like a, a fortune type thing where someone reads the lumps on someone's heads? Maybe, a, I think I feel like I've seen something like that in the past. Have you ever heard of that? I have no idea what you're on about. There's palm reading. I know about yeah, I palm reading. I think people reading. read like the uh, oh, lumps yeah. in people's heads. Oh yeah. But there's also bum reading. I uh, heard about that. People. Right. People. You need to stop <laughs> believing these people at carnivals, Tom. You get taken into these tents. People do these horrendous things to you, and you just believe what they tell you. Blows reading me bum. <laughs> Was he? He's... With what? Um, <laughs> his hands. <laughs> I said, right, uh, that's all very well and good, but what's the motorboating about? (laughs) (laughs) You want it to be accurate, don't you? So then he's all aboard. Yeah. Sits down. um, Ron comes in. Can I sit here? All the others are full. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. He sits down. Now, Ron has a rat with him, and that's his animal. Mm -hmm. But the letter from school specifically states... Owl, cat, or toad. Mm-hmm. How's he getting away with that? He shouldn't have a rat. Yeah, it's just one of them kids, though, isn't it? One of them families. Oh, I, remember them, off. I remember one of them school, like, from school, you'd just be like, one of them kids, you're in year nine, and they're just always wearing trainers, and no one ever says anything. They're just like, what's the point? <laughs> hey, hey, at least they're here. Yeah, they're in. <laughs> they're in. That's all we want. That's all we can ask for. You know, they're here. Yeah. You can't, some, some families, you can't start nitpicking. Students like me and you, it'd be yeah. like, oi, tuck your shirt in. Yeah. A kid, because, you know, one of them bad kids coming in in, like, shorts and a Bermuda shirt. Whatever. You're here. <laughs> he's drinking vodka in the toilets, but he's in. <laughs> he's got that present, Mark. He's keeping our attendance figures up. You let him get pissed in the toilets. <laughs> but he's in. <laughs> they did that in year seven. Hated it. Yeah, kids. Were, I had a hundred percent attendance in year seven. Hundred mm. percent. Right. That is extremely impressive. And I was like, there will be some kind of recognition for this. Mm. Right. At the end of the year, there'll be some recognition. Yeah. Halfway through the year, some kids started getting really low attendance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so an incentive for them to come in. Oh yeah. If they um, came in every day for a month, mm. they got a free CD or DVD. Ah, uh, you're joking. I remember, and they awarded them in assembly, like as if it was some significant thing. They came in four weeks in a row, yeah, 
And they went, oh, a big round of applause for them, everyone. Big round of applause. I remember thinking, if they're getting that halfway through the year, what am I going to get, a PlayStation? <laughs> and what did you get at the end of the year? Uh, sweet Fanny Adams. <laughs> Fuck all. Oh, potty mouth. Yeah, potty mouth. <laughs> That is, uh, I feel bad for you there. You should at least get a certificate. I remember we'd get a certificate. I don't think we got a prize. After that, after that, this is year seven, this mm. is my attitude. I went, sod it then. Yeah, what's after, the point? My attendance mm. went down as low as 81%. So it should. <laughs> if they're not going to reward you, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point in turning up if you're not going to get a physical for reward? Coming in. Yeah. I don't know. What is the point? It is disgusting. Now, we meet some... Uh, the other animal that's a bit odd is uh, Lee Jordan has a tarantula. Yeah, that he's wasn't... with him. I feel like he's also got another animal. That's just something he's brought in to impress people. He said, a tarantula isn't just for Hogwarts, it's for life. <laughs> it's for life, yeah. How long do they live tarantulas? I don't know. I, I should have read my T-shirt. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's brought in a tarantula. That, that scared me. I think there's a lot of listeners who, if they saw a oh, yeah. tarantula leg coming out of a box, they'd yeah. be like, I'm not getting on that train. No. I'm not getting on the train. I'm going to walk. I don't want to look at that. I'm yeah. going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd walk. to Edinburgh. The Hogwarts Express. Hey, losers, they're not on here. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I don't know. I think that's from Might Be Order of the Phoenix, actually. I think Dementors are looking for Harry. Maybe it's not Order of the Phoenix, it's one of the films. Can't remember. And Neville stands up and goes, Hey, losers, they're not on here. Mm. He says that to the Dementors. It must be the last film, one of the last films. They all get cheeky in the last film. Yeah, I love a bit of cheek. I love a bit of cheek. Love a bit of cheek. What's this train doing the rest of the year? Rest of the term. Is it only used to take people to Hogwarts and back? Why not? Why not? All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so, sits down in front of Ron. Oh, yeah. I'm squeaking. He sits down in front of Ron, right? He does. And, uh, are you... Is it really you? Shows him the scar. <gasps> what, and have you got the scar? Wow. And do you remember what he looked like? All I can remember is green light. Traffic, Traffic lights. <laughs> Traffic lights. No, it wasn't. That is everybody's theory, but it was yeah. not a traffic light. Now, they're both as interested in each other, aren't they? Ron's very interested in Harry. Harry is very interested in Ron. Yeah. And he assumes he's one of these big wizard families that, that Malfoy talks about. Now, Ron is uh, he's feeling a lot of pressure this year. Mm-hmm. His brothers have done a lot. They get good grades. They've gone on to do fantastic things. And, he, you know, he's a bit worried. Yeah. Did you ever worry about, you know, your your sisters? Did they do well in their GCSEs? Did that put you under pressure? Um, yeah, my sisters did. Uh, they did great, but um, I don't know. I didn't ever... No one ever compared us or anything. Just, mm. no, I don't, yeah, not really. How about yourself? Um, yeah, not really. It's like, I don't think, uh, I think my mum was always like, as long as you try your best, all that kind of stuff. And you did try your best. You did well. I did try my best, yeah, and uh, I did all right, yeah. So, uh, I think she, yeah. That was the thing my dad said, I don't care as long as you try your best. And I remember thinking at the time, and now still, I've never tried my best in my entire life. Yeah. I didn't try my best then. Like, I was just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can whole... you look your dad in the eye? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Um, whole year would go by mm. and then it gets to revision time and it's like, right, time to learn what I've missed in the past ten months. Yeah. Well, I remember I, in GCSEs, I, uh, there was a couple of subjects that I didn't do, I didn't put as much effort in, like history. I got an, I got the ump because I didn't like that we were learning about the mining strikes in Wales. I just felt it was very boring, so I didn't revise it. Mm. And uh, when they asked... Like, questions in the exam, I just made up a story about what happened. How did you do? Well, I got a D in that exam. Yeah. So, uh, but then, overall, because I did well in my Nazi Germany... What year me. was that? Am I GCSEs? Your GCSEs? GCSEs, yeah. You made... You didn't want to learn about... No. I, had a, I wasn't naughty, but I had a bit of a rebellious streak at some points in school. A bit of an oddball. I know, yeah, yeah. But oh. I did well in my Nazi Germany. I did well in my uh, 20th century America. Yeah. And uh, What was the catalyst for the, uh, for the Welsh mining strike? Well, I know you want to know the answer, but how about this? 
<laughs> Sit back and relax, boys. <laughs> I don't know how I got a D, because that's technically still a pass, isn't it? Or it used to be. Or was well, it a C? You probably, like, demonstrated some knowledge. You must have heard yeah. something must have gone in. Something must have filtered through. Yeah. 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 Odd boy. So, Ron. Right. Yes. His brother's charismatic. Percy, you know, got his head on his shoulders, knowing what he's doing. Ron is a boy very much after my own heart. Yes. He tries to bond through negativity. Yeah. Oh, all my brothers, everyone's going to be hoping, you know, I've got nothing to compare myself to. Even if I do well, no one's going to care because they did it first. Bonding through negative. Yeah. Well, okay. what I've learned about life mm. is if you come in negative with people, yeah. most of the time they're like, mm, I can talk to him, he's miserable. Yeah. And that's the thing, he drags Harry down because then Harry's like, yeah, I think I'm going to be the worst in the class. He's like, yeah, maybe you will. That's the thing. So Ron is whinging about mm. his uh, hand-me-down robes. Yeah. Yeah. His hand-me-down stuff, his hand-me-down rat. And then and then he, Harry goes, oh, actually, you know, the last uh, 10 years haven't been that great for me. I've been wearing a lot of hand-me-down uh, clothes myself. Mm. And Ron goes, have you? Loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes me feel better about myself then. <laughs> and also, he starts talking about all these hand-me-down stuff after interrogating Harry about the death of his parents. Yeah. He goes, oh, your parents died, did you? What was it like? Do you remember the man who killed them? What did he look like? What can you remember? Oh, you can't remember anything. Oh, these robes used to belong to my brother. Awful. <laughs> Awful. Have a bit of perspective, young man I've just met. <laughs> you miserable boy. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a he's a what do you call it? A do- not a dolly daydream. What do you call it? A, uh, a, a not a diddy dumpling. <laughs> Think he did Debbie a, Downer. Debbie he's, Downer. He's a Debbie Downer. As you said before. Yes. Um, Harry says, "Oh, I'm going to be the worst in the class." Yeah. And Ron says, "No, there's a lot of people come from muggle only families. Yeah, and they get it going. They they learn it quick enough. Yeah, irrelevant." He could be the worst in the class. You've no idea of this boy's intelligence. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know about Quidditch or anything like that. He could be the worst in the class. Don't give him false hope. He could be horrendous. Yeah. Why do people always forget that Harry knows nothing about the wizarding world? Yeah. Uh, Hagrid. Well, here's your ticket. See ya. Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell him what platform round three quarters is? Come on, out. Oh, by the way, it's in between two platforms. Sounds silly, but you've got to run through a wall. Got you. That's it. <laughs> All that happens. Which Quidditch team do you support? I don't support any. What? <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> My goodness, even though you've never heard of half of the magic stuff ever. You don't know. Come I on. can't believe it. Uh, the real frogs. No. So, Ron says, yes. plenty of people come. From Muglone families. Yeah. Right. What made me think, how many people are getting the same letter writing campaign yeah. that Harry's been getting? Yeah. So a letter comes through the door, you're a wizard. Yeah. yeah. Most people will go, that's a weird bit of junk mail. Yeah. Yeah, you just be like, mm, this is a bit bad. What is that? That's a weird bit of junk mail. And then the next day, another one. How odd. A hundred have come. Yeah. I'm a bit, sc- I'm going to call the police. Yeah, I'm a bit sh- scared. You show a policeman. Did they send Hagrid, did they send a different tutor to each muggle-born child? Maybe they do. But that's even more mental, because obviously the Dursleys know what's going on. But imagine you you have no idea, yeah, and exactly. suddenly this giant knocks on your door. Hello, <laughs> I've come to take your daughter. What? She's going to learn magic with me. You can, mm-hmm. you can piss off. <gasps> Dry up, Granger, you snivelling... <laughs> <laughs> I've had a piggy tail for six months. <laughs> Imagine that. Can you keep the piggy tail? What would you think you'd go to the doctors if uh, Hagrid had given you a piggy tail? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be able to... You couldn't wear trousers with that, could you? I'd think it'd wear off. That I keep thinking this, it wet, but it doesn't wear off. Even after a month, it's still there. So you go to the doctors, I'm the doctor, right? Yeah, hello, doctor. Hello. It's not about uh, me groin this time. Thank God. <laughs> you come every month to get that groin checked. I know, well, you're very thorough. I've got to tell you, it's going to be a bit of a surprise, but I have got a pig's tail above my anus. <laughs> above your anus? That's where they go. It's not even... It's between <laughs> the cheeks above the anus. 
Where is else it, is, is it? it? I'm assuming above the bum cheek. Well, that's what I mean. That's on what the I lower mean. back. It's not directly above the anus. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> above the, you know, like on the pelvic bone. Mr. Kirkby, you've been coming in here to have yeah. your groin checked yeah. for a month and month and month on end. Yeah. And you've not mentioned that you've got the highest anus <laughs> of any human. Well, I only ever ask you to check the front. How are you using the bathroom, if you don't mind me asking? Are you lying down on the bog? What I do is I do the gymnastic manoeuvre of the crab. This is getting disgusting. Let me see that tail. (laughs) Right. May I? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And now the tail, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it'd be insane. So... Chocolate frogs. Right. I love them. Mm-hmm. But Ron, right, he's collected 500. Mm-hmm. He's got 500 cards. No wonder his family are poor. Why is he buying this many chocolate frogs? <laughs> you know, if he's 10 years old and, you know, it's ridiculous, but he's Five, got them from birth. 500 chocolate frogs. 500. He's got 500 of these cards. And he's 11. And he's 11. So he's getting two or three a week. No. He is, of course he is. He's not going to... He's not five gonna... years? How long have they been out? The Panini stickers, right, the football stickers, they have a new set every year. He's, he's getting ten a week of these frogs. No wonder they're poor. They must be cheap. Yeah, you think they must um, be cheap. I, love, I actually love... So, yeah, so Harry... Trolley lady comes in. Anything from the trolley boys? Harry stands up, probably gets some Mars bars. It's all different, all crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, he gets a load, sits mm. down, and then uh, Ron gets out his corned beef sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds nice to me. Yeah, I love corned beef. I was only laying in bed the other month thinking, I wish I had a corned beef sandwich in front yeah. of me right now. Oh. Do you ever have corned beef ash? Yeah. Oh, love it. Used to love that as a kid. Let's stop the podcast now and me make, and you make some go corn get some corned beef hash. Yes, please. Right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> it was very nice. We're back. Um, Bit yeah. too much mash to corn, but... It was so, good. Harry says, I'll swap you one of these uh, pumpkin pasties. Sounds disgusting. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I would rather have a Cornish... Uh, not a Cornish pasty, a corned beef hash. Corned beef fat sandwich. Corned beef hasty. Um... He says, what if one of these? And he goes, no, you don't want one of these. It'll be all dry. That sounds to me like Ron's like, I don't want one of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want one, thank you. I would rather have the chocolate frog. Um, so he says, no, you don't want this. But then, lovely bit of compassion from Ron for his yeah. mother. She doesn't have time. She's got five of us to look after. Yeah. Oh, my God. 11-year-old boy thinking like Very that. Very good. Well, he uses that to hide the fact that um, he doesn't want Harry to know that he doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah. There's a few moments in the chapter where he's about to say we can't afford... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My mum doesn't have time. Um, so, but, you know, his, the dad works. I, I don't think Ron's mum works, but, you know, his dad's quite high up in the Ministry of Magic, but obviously they can't pay that well, can they? They've got seven kids, haven't they? How many kids have they got? They have got... Uh, I think they've got six... S- Trying to think, right? No, Percy, we've got seven. Bill, Charlie, Persley, Fred, George, Ron, and Ginny. Yeah, yeah seven, seven, seven yeah. kids. So they've got a lot, haven't they? Yeah. But yeah, Mummy Weasley. She's got a lot to do. Yeah. Mm, mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Harry gets a chocolate frog. It's Dumbledore. Love Can the... you really believe? Look me in the eye, Tom Lawrenson. Which? Yeah. And tell me. That Dumbledore takes time out of his day, every day, to stand and be in that card for a bit. Uh, so it's a different being, isn't it? The um, is it the portrait? I think it is the portrait version of you. But I I assumed that you become a portrait when you die. Perish. I think so. But then Dumbledore, I think it's implied that it's the real Dumbledore that looks at him in the case. He comes back and smiles at Harry. But I was assuming yeah. that was him. It's mad. No, no, he's too busy for that. It's... But that's what Ron says. He can't hang around here all day. No, that's yeah. That's the um, the portrait version. So that little portrait version has got to do all the cards. You, uh, Harry's got no. Ron's got how many? Five hundred. No, of of uh, six. I've got about six of him. Something, about something that, yeah. like that. Yeah. So he's got to make an appearance in all them cards. 
<laughs> I was assuming you'd be like on all of them at once. You'd be like, right, I'm going to do my cards. I now. think no, he's got like they're all different. And all got, of them. I, think, I think so. He's got to go visit, you know, Lee Jordan's cards. Can't be doing me that. Neville's card. Imagine Cristiano Ronaldo having to do that in them panini stickers. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, your muscle uh, mass has gone down. Uh, you're not as fit as you used to be. Well, I spend all the time uh, in front of the Panini stickers. Uh, people buy them. It's insane. Mm. Insano. What do these animals do? Why, as in, why do they need them? You've brought an owl. Owl is helpful. Perfect. The other two? Well, actually, I think Scabbers justifies himself. Yeah, he saves Self, Self-defence. Self-defence. <laughs> Biting fingers. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, they, they used to call it a familiar, didn't they? So like a witch would have a, a familiar, which would be a, a cat normally. Yeah. Where maybe it's just a traditional thing that a wizard or witch would have a companion that is a, mm. that is a pet. I don't know. But then do they all... Because I know there's one transfiguration lesson where they turn their animals into goblets. So I don't know if it's always your animal that you use. Mm. But that's cruelty, I reckon. Percy's getting all new robes. Oh, yeah. New owl. Ron, yeah, does he get a new owl as yeah, well? Yeah, new owl as Ron's well. going to be at Hogwarts for the next however many years. Yeah. And he gets whose old wand? He gets, uh, I think he gets Bill's old wand, Charlie's that. old robes, might be the other Something way around. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Give him a new wand. Give him a new wand. No wonder Ollivander can remember every wand he's ever sold. Yeah. If they're swapping them about, they're not buying new ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, his is in, he's got a unicorn hair poking out the end of it. It's never going to be, uh, you know, as successful as a, a brand new wand. And it's obvious, you know, Ollivander is saying the wand chooses the wizard. Yeah. So it's not going to be good for him at all. That is mental. Yeah. That's like wearing shoes that are the wrong size, you know, mm. you're going to hurt your back. Mm. You know, like having a desk chair that's too high or too low. Mm. <laughs> but they are very expensive, aren't they? I remember Harry had to pay like 12 gold pieces or something. But it's your one for life. Yeah, that's true. If you, if you can have a child in the wisdom world, set aside some gold pieces. Save up. <laughs> Don't be investing in corned beef. How, much, how many chocolate frogs have they bought him? He's got 500. Yeah. yeah. Maybe put that money towards... In wand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that is gonna that is gonna pay for two, three wands, a new animal. Imagine that. Isn't that the worst? Going in when you've got the wrong kit. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm, not good. Away, wear football boots when you've got gymnastics. Yeah. Not gonna be good. Wrong. St- like, I don't know. Non-uniform day. You're the one wearing a uniform. Yeah. Not good. Surely they can have some, like, go- you know, like, government schemes where they have, like, free school meals and stuff like that. If, like, a wand is so necessary for school, I feel like the Ministry of Magic should help out with, uh, you know, families who are struggling. It really irked me, that. I know it's just to demonstrate how poor yeah. the Weasleys are, Yeah. give him a wand! Yeah, especially when his dad works for the Ministry. And then, um, enter... Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> I never knew how to pronounce her name. <laughs> no one did. Nobody had a clue. Before we talk about Hermione, Go on. I would like to talk about Bertie Bott's Every Flavour Beans. Keep talking. Now, we have a scene in our show, which everybody uh, loves and remembers, uh, in which we eat jelly beans and then we proceed to uh, share the flavour by spitting the beans into each other's mouths. And then into an audience member's mouth. And then into an audience member's People mouth. People like it. They love it. It's comedy. It's comedy. <laughs> But uh, this is the closest I've ever got to feeling famous. And you know this story. But we go to Edinburgh every year. We do uh, a month of shows. We spit a bean into somebody's mouth every show. And then later, and then one time I was in Manchester at the Comedy Balloon. And there was a guy in the audience and Mm. the gig hadn't started. But he, he pointed at me, he goes, I know you from somewhere. I've seen you before. <laughs> and then his eyes widened and his mouth opened and he went, oh, you spit a jelly bean into my mate's mouth. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was probably me, yeah. <laughs> what a thing to be recognised for by, by a stranger. It was a, a very strange experience. I love it. I, we love to hear it. 
We love to hear it. If you've ever had a jelly bean spat into your mouth by one of the boys, uh, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know. <laughs> it was like with that guy. We had a guy once who... Uh, there's a bit where I dance around the, the audience. And there was a man who spanked me on the bum. Mm. And a year later, we thought, well, that's funny. We'll just incorporate that story into yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 Tell yeah. the audience that a man spanked me on the bum. And uh, we did the scene a year later. And I said, one year, a man spanked me. And this man put his hand up. That was me! And then Tom got him up and he I did it again. I said, do you want another smack? And he went, yeah. I, I, you went under my arm and he did a running slap onto the horse. Yeah, he did a run up. What a show. What, what a, a show. show. Do you know what? When all this is over and we're back to normal, listeners, please come and watch Pottervision. It is insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we like to see. We do. Now, Hermione. Back to Hermione. We meet her, and uh, she doesn't give the greatest first impression. Mm. Mm. Bit of a swat. I loved to see it. Yeah. We've got an enthusiastic young girl, and she's she's so excited. Not only has she revised, she has learnt every book off by heart. Something that I would never have understood until I started revising for your weekly quiz. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is very difficult to remember everything from uh, one book. Um, I'm looking at it from Hermione's point of view. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about the wisdom world. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't want to go in there knowing nothing. They're going to be... You don't want to be going there like Harry. What's Quidditch? Yeah. Harry, did you not read the books? They must have been in there somewhere. Yeah. Some mention of Quidditch. Yeah. Because he's, he's supposed to have been revising, you know. It says earlier in the chapter that he, he reads late into the night. Yeah. There's got to be something about Quidditch in there. He should be a bit embarrassed. Yeah, like, I would uh, be. Hermione's coming in. I know all about you. Do you? <laughs> oh, yes. But she's got... I think she's too far the other way. Because imagine you know nothing about magic. Yeah. You've read six books... And you're coming in, I know everything about magic now. I've never known anything until about a month ago, but now I'm an expert. I think she's a little bit overconfident. I love to see it. Do you? You like confidence. I do, yeah, you know. No, no, you sta- You hate Hermione, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's great. You know, because if you've got two little... Imagine little, uh, if we both had a, a child, yeah? Oh, yeah. Together. <laughs> Separately. Okay. 11-year-old child, right? Yeah. And let's say... Uh, my child, mm. they're both going to the same high school, they're both yep. going to Hogwarts. Yeah. And uh, my child spent the month reading up. Yeah. And your child has spent the month doing out. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Catching dead mice from Hedwig's wings. Oh, yeah. I think you'd be like, why couldn't you be a bit more like them? Yeah. Be enthusiastic. It's mm. good. If the, if the other two mm. had done the same, they'd be sat together going, me too. Isn't it great? Did you read the bit about whatever? Instead, yeah. they're like, no, we didn't do it. We've done nothing. Yeah. That's true, actually. You know, if they'd done their revision, they would actually be sat having an intelligent conversation. Instead? Rather than, uh, my, my rat yellow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Ron's got no excuse, because he's from a wisdom family. Yeah. And how do spells generally sound? They sound like Latin. <laughs> Usually two words. Ron should know they're having him on. It's not, it's not a rhyming couplet. That's not how magic works in Harry Potter. It should be something like, I don't know, Rodentius Amaryllis. Sunshine Daisy, Buttermellow, <laughs> stupid fat rat yellow. Also, the wasting time insulting the rat. Why is that part of the stupid spell? Stupid fat rat yellow. <laughs> you gotta do a rhyme. You gotta do... Sorry, I couldn't think of a rhyme. Yeah. Um. Oh, have, have you learnt the spell where you kill people? I've had a cadaver. No, no, my brothers have told me it's, uh, you're a horrible twat and I want you to die. <laughs> it's not how it works. You've got to learn the Latin, uh, the Latin phrases. <laughs> what a lovely one. And then they get into a bit of chat. Oh, yeah, they do. About um, the wizarding houses. Oh, yeah. The school houses. Oh, yeah. Hope I'm in Gryffindor. Dumbledore was in Gryffindor. Then again, Ravenclaw wouldn't be so bad. What is with this house supremacy? It's horrendous. And with the sorting hat as well, you're always putting the other houses at a disadvantage. It's almost like Hogwarts and the sorting hat have ranked these houses. It's not like... Because normally at school, you just randomly allocated a house. Yeah. And, you know, each, each year, you know, you have a house tournament or whatever or competition and it's different every year. But Hogwarts is saying, no, Gryffindor, it's the best. Yeah. Gryffindor will win every year because we put the best people 
into that house. Because it's the best. Because it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> nice people go in Gryffindor, bad people go in <laughs> Slytherin, clever people go in Ravenclaw, dum-dums nice people go into Hufflepuff. Imagine that. You're going into uh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Thinking, oh, I, can't, I can't wait, this is exciting. You're going in uh, uh, Slytherin. Oh, okay, hey, you walk over. By the way, we're all mean in this house. We're horrendous people. We're mean to each other. We're mean, and then we're especially mean to the other houses. Can and I change? And also, we're bigots. <laughs> you better be rich. <laughs> it's an insane system, and it's how must it feel to be in Hufflepuff, knowing that you're in a marginalised group because of your personality. <laughs> I know. It's not as if you know. There's you know uh, right people with blue eyes go there. People with brown eyes. Your personality means that you will never win the House Cup. Mm. Do you know what you are? You're all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> You're too nice to succeed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> are you ready for a career in admin? <laughs> Is that what you're going to get? You're not going to get one of them exciting jobs. Oh, what do you brothers? What do you brothers do, Ron? Oh, uh, Charlie's in Romania studying dragons. He's a student, then. <laughs> <laughs> He's a student. Also, all... Forgive me if I'm mistaken. But all the families seem to be in the same house. Mm. So, no matter what family you're in, you're going to have the personality traits on the Hogwarts house of those families. Imagine being a nice Malfoy. Yeah. You know, that battle of nature versus nurture. It's just, it, it, yeah, it's literally nurture, isn't it? Because you're just playing up to it. If you find yourself in a group of friends mm. who are a bit nasty, oh, yeah. you find yourself becoming nasty. You do. But my mum, say if I'd come home and I'd be a bit nasty at home, my mum would say to me, who's been mean to you today so you're taking out on us? Why are you being nasty to us? We're yeah. nice in this family. And she was right. Yeah. That's what happens. People are nasty to you, you're nasty back. Yeah. You're nasty to take out other people. We're nice in this family, you little turd. <laughs> do you want to be nice? Do you want to be nice, do you? Rather than being a nasty little boy. And it worked. It did work. Right. Enter, speaking of Slytherin. <gasps> Malfoy. And? Crab. And? Goyle. He knows his stuff. <laughs> now, they're horrible. We've talked about this before. They're not even in Slytherin yet. They're not even in Slytherin yet. Yeah. And they're horrible. They're horrendous. Unlike Dudley is just, he's a bit mean, he's a bit of a brute, but he's not vindictive, I don't think. Mm. And he's not, like, prejudiced or anything like that, as far as we know. But Malfoy is horrendous in this chapter, and he also, it's the point where he says, you will go the same way as your parents. Yeah. So he's basically saying, if you're not my friend... You're going to end up dead. That was a death threat. A death threat, yeah. He said, be polite to me or I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and he has not even had his first day at school. Sorry, I'm glad. Do you know what, Draco? I'm glad I didn't just shake your hand then. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, be careful not to be making friends with the wrong sort. Outstretched hand. I think I can make my own friends, thanks. Yeah. You ought to start being polite or you're going to end up dead like your parents. I dodged a bullet there, Malfoy. Yeah. I dodged an absolute bullet there. Imagine. Imagine, right, you're at school, right, year six former, on the bus, mm. going to school, first day of uh, year 13 for you, mm-hmm. studying your A-levels, yeah. already done your ASs, yeah. doing quite well, uh-huh. hoping to go to university. Yep, yep, yep. First day of school, at the front of the bus, there's a little year seven. Yeah. Telling another year seven, if you're not nice to me... You'll be killed. What? (laughs) Who is this child? (laughs) I would report him. I say, you don't want this kid at your school. He is horrendous. Death threats. A death threat on your first day. I know. His dad, um, Lucius, he said, um, was a death eater. One of the first to come back said he'd been bewitched or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting how all the major players in the whole uh, thing mm. that happened uh, ten years ago, yeah, all had kids in the same year. Yeah, do you know what? As soon as that war, <laughs> as soon as that came war to a started, climax, yeah. I have yeah. a baby. Hey! I, want a, I want a baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't know this. It's uh, it's hinted at in the book, but the Order of the Phoenix was a swingers club. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've all had kids in the same year. Yeah. But they say, like, it's like with the, you know, like coronavirus, they say that loads of people are going to be having babies, uh, like December, yeah. January, because of lockdown. So mm. maybe tragedy does bring, uh, bring our horny selves together. <laughs> um, so they had a bit of a spat with uh, Draco and Crab and Goyle. Yeah. And then not only uh, is Draco giving up these death threats, yeah. but he's also a thief. He's a thief. We've run out of sweets, actually. See some sweets. We're going to grab these. Yeah. Thieving. Thieving. Draco, you come from a very wealthy family. Yeah. Arguably ten times wealthier than uh, Harry's family. Yeah. No need to steal. <laughs> no need to steal. Ste- kids and stealing sweets. There's something about kids and sweets. Yeah. There's one thing that kids want, and that's sweets. sweets. That's true. I want to get into the motivations of Scabbers the Rat. Mm. Now, we know that Scabbers is Peter Pettigrew. Massive spoiler for anyone who's reading along and listening for the first time. Yeah, and if you are... Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Right, you're Peter Pettigrew. You're a servant... To yeah. the Dark Lord Voldemort, <laughs> you have gone into hiding. What a spoiler this is! Whatever, go you on. You have gone into hiding as a rat. You can cut this out if this is too spoilery. You've gone into hiding as a rat. It's the sun, and also Crab and Goyle's parents are Death Eaters. Yeah, you are. You know them. They're the sons of Death Eaters. One of them comes in just to grab a chocolate frog. You think, I'm going to bite his finger off. (laughs) (laughs) And he's hanging onto his finger by his teeth. Why? Why does he do that? (laughs) What what is the motivation behind that act? I think it's got to be. It's got to be. So Ron keeps him around. Yeah. Do you know what? This stupid fat rat might not be yellow. If anything, he's brave. Yeah. He always... When the time comes, he'll always bite someone's finger for me. <laughs> I'm just loving, you know, any time he comes against the dark wizard. Hang on. Go, Scabbers, go! <laughs> he'll protect me with his teeth. I love that. That's great. It's nice to have uh, some, something sticking up for you. Yeah, I agree. Mm. If you could take it, Did you have a pet growing up? We had dogs, yeah. Yeah, would you have taken them into school if you were allowed? No, we had the kind of dogs that were always running off. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd have been a nightmare. So it's like, oh, great, oh, they're off then, whatever. Constantly running after them, they wouldn't come back. Didn't want to live with us, those kind of dogs. <laughs> dogs with sense. Pooing in the house, oh, please dear. stop it. Dobby, Do you have any pets growing up? Yeah, I had just one cat, but she lived until she was 20. That's beautiful. And, uh, yeah, she was called Fluffy. And uh, she used to be quite... She was good with me, but she used to be quite feisty. But then as she grew older, she uh, mellowed and uh, became uh, very lovely. That's beautiful. But a bit senile. She used to forget why she'd come into a room and she'd, like, repeat behaviour. Do cats have much business, you know, walking about the house? <laughs> <You know. gasps> bleach, that was it. I wanted bleach. Yeah, what, what, what have I come in here for? What have I come in here for? But she'd walk in. She'd walk in. She'd be about 19, 20. She'd walk into the living room, stop dead in her tracks, and then walk out again. And then two minutes later, she'd do the same thing. And she would just repeat. What was she called? Fluffy. Fluffy, isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah, black and white. Who told you about Fluffy? Fluffy, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. They arrive at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And Hagrid is there to greet all the first years. Yeah. Who are taken in a separate direction to everybody else. This is, like I said earlier at the beginning, the theatrics of wizards. Wonderful. Everyone gets into Hogwarts a different way. Yeah. That is fun. It is fun. Every year, a different method of, of travel. It is fun. It's, it's the same reason when you go to a party. You say if you're at someone's house, I'm having a party. And then they've got the uh, the big light off. Oh, you know? yeah. They've got a disco ball. It's atmosphere. Hey. We're doing something. You it gets know? you excited. You're yeah. getting into boats. They're sailing on their own. You're going into a cave. A curtain of ivy you go through. It's mm. exciting. And then suddenly you see this big looming castle up ahead. Very exciting. Hagrid finds Trevor. Yeah. Neville's Trevor! Turned. He finds him in the boat. Mm. What an amazing frog. <laughs> He's lost him since before he got on the train. He is outside the train with his gran. I've lost the toad. 
That toad has been avoiding. Has been avoiding him. <laughs> he's got on the train. He's hid. He's got off the train. He's got into one of the boats, and then he's finally found. So he obviously wants to get to Hogwarts. <laughs> well, I need to get to Hogwarts, but he does not want to be in the possession of Neville Longbottom. One of my favourite lines in this chapter was yes. um, so Draco says, you know. You need to make sure you don't go mixing with the wrong sort. Oh, yeah. And it's written in the book. I think I can tell the wrong sort, who, who the wrong sort are for myself, thanks, Harry said coolly. Ooh, so cool. He's cool. <laughs> what a cool guy. Doing that thing where you put your hand out and then swipe it back behind your ear instead of yeah, shaking someone's hair back. <laughs> I think I can tell for myself, thanks. Well, to be honest, it is early 90s, isn't it? That would have been a bit cool. That would have been cool. For the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Harry. I think most people would want to avoid Malfoy, having met them those two times. Yeah, it's a terrible first impression. But would you be scared of him, or would you would you have just told him to to pee off, as they would say? Um, I think I would have avoided him because to be coming in on day one with death threats, I'd be like, that boy's got a personality disorder. Now. I'm not against Malfoy. Yeah. I live for it. Yeah. When someone's got a poisonous personality... Oh, yeah. I want to watch it burn. Yeah. It is... If you got someone in your office like that... Yeah. Bloody hell, that's a lot of fun to be on. Oh, around. yeah. Guess what they've done today? They've threatened the life of a boy's same age because he wouldn't shake his hand. Fantastic. <laughs> You're just waiting for it to kick off. Yeah. I think I think the other students love the rivalry between Harry and Malfoy because they're like, yeah. it's going to kick off any minute and we're not involved. It's your classic Tim and Gareth scenario from The Office. From The Office, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right, what a, uh, what a chapter. Can I tell you one thing before you ask me to rate it? Please. Hagrid is the keeper of keys... And yet he still has to knock <laughs> on the door. I am the keeper of keys. It's my job to keep all the keys. Yeah, I'm very responsible. They trust me. Oh, forgot my keys. <laughs> Can you let me in? I've uh, I've misplaced the keys. He's, you, he's either useless or lying. Oh, hey, uh... <laughs> Uh, hello, it's Hagrid with the, the school children. Bless him. Bless his heart. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Mm-hmm. Right then. Yes. Chapter Bite. six. Yes. How many out of five pumpkin pasties, what are you giving it? Oh, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's the best chapter. Diagon Alley, I loved. I loved Diagon yeah. Alley. Uh, but this one, it was good. Uh, there was a lot of talk. I, you know, I'm not. A, I don't like a too much talking in me chapters. But I did enjoy it. There was a lot going on. Uh, but I'm gonna give it a harsh, probably three and a half pumpkin pasties out of five. I'm giving it three pumpkin pasties out of five. Ah, yeah. After that discussion, then I was like, we got some character intro. We got some yeah. death threats. Oh yeah. You know, but yeah. There wasn't that flair for me. There wasn't that flair. Underwhelming. Harry took a back seat. Yeah. You know, some character introductions. I think think we can do better. Yeah. Three for me. Three and a half for me. Right. Now. Yes. Are you ready? I am excited. The quiz. Yeah, quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Right, how much, question two, how much did Harry spend on the train? I think he spent 11 sickles and seven canuts. Oh, my God! (laughs) Yes! Yeah. Question three. Yeah. Um, What card is Ron after of the chocolate frogs? Oh, he's desperate for a gripper. Excellent. Where did Harry, question four, where did Harry buy his robes? Is that from last chapter? No, he mentioned it in this chapter. It was called Madame Malkins. 
correct. Is that right? <laughs> he scared me then with a weird look. He's good. How does, what term, yeah. question five, yeah. does Draco use to describe the Weasleys? Oh, what term? Uh, oh, no, I don't know this one. What term does he use to describe the Weasleys? He says he says they have more children than they can afford. Mm. I don't think that's the answer you're looking for. <sighs> yeah, I know. I, I don't know that one. So close. What was it? So close. Unfortunately... He described the Weasleys as riffraff. Ah! <gasps> and Lucas, I'm afraid you don't win the quiz this week. It rolls on for another week. Hey! That has been quiz. Quiz, <gasps> quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? Blue, you <laughs> He didn't do that well. No, I didn't. This has been the Pottervision podcast. Yes. Thank you very, very much for watching. This has been episode six. Please join us next week for episode seven, The Sorting Hat. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for Pottervision and you'll find us. Or you can check out our website, pottervision.com. If you have any questions, you can submit them there. The, uh, the music was performed by Jack Evans. I've been Tom Lawrenson. And I've been Lucas Kirkby. That's all for this week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>